Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. The moment I see her, I crave peace and quiet. In fact, the moment she pulled into the driveway, I felt as if I'd stuck my heart in a nettle bush. I feel God working on my heart, constraining me to hold my temper in check. At the same time, bitterness pricks and prods. For three decades, she has annoyed me, irritated me, rubbed me the wrong way, tried to manipulate me, and worn me out with her antics. I have not turned into a pearl. For seasons of my life, I have prayed for her daily. During others, I have prayed for my attitude. I have prayed for love. One would think that after that much time, God would work a miracle and change her, or me. The changes have come slowly. God constrains me and pries open my tightly shut eyes. I crave a peaceful relationship with her. A normal conversation that doesn't result in me feeling grumpy would feel like a miracle. My head knows how to act in love, but I have to pull my kicking and screaming heart into line. I realize that she tries, but her compliments sound false, and I analyze every word for manipulative intent. Having reached a certain age, I understand that bitterness fits like a too tight girdle. It might make me feel all pretty and righteous and smoothly justified around the edges, but what lies beneath is just plain ugly. She holds the baby, my daughter's sweet son, and smiles softly at him. Yes, we do agree about this one thing. The baby embodies sweet perfection and hope. I see a glimmer of light in our relationship. This stronghold of bitterness needs release and healing if I hope to ever live out the love that God has offered me. I can't pick and choose whom I love. I must love each person God puts in my path, simply because to love that person is to love God. I don't know if you have anyone like this in your life, but it seems like family equals turmoil, and holidays can equal good times as well as bad memories. I've discovered that I need to prepare myself mentally for the holidays and time outside of my comfort zone. The sooner I start, the better. Maybe you can relate to this introvert's dilemma. Spending time with people you love can drain your batteries faster than leaving the headlights on all night during a snowstorm. For some, just the thought of spending time with extended family brings on a case of the hives or the heebie-jeebies. You love your family, and you love seeing them. But before every visit, you anticipate the potential drama You know that Uncle Ed will make at least one racist comment over Thanksgiving dinner. Aunt Edna will berate the children, who are now in their 20s, for dribbling imaginary crumbs at the table. Grandpa Bob will bring up that time you barfed all over him back before you could walk. Maybe things with your family feel more like a Jerry Springer episode than a Norman Rockwell picture. Don't give up hope, though. Start planning now. A little advanced planning can go a long way towards lessening the stress and drama of family gatherings. You can help rewrite the holiday script. It takes hard work and a willingness to revise. A lot of prayer helps, too. God wants us to get along with each other, and he'll send the Holy Spirit to help you out. Pray before you speak, 
and pray as you plan. These six hacks should help you plan for the holidays. Hack number one, initiate open conversations. Talk with your spouse and children. Find out what they love and hate about the holidays. It's possible that everyone has silently suffered over countless holidays out of a mistaken sense of loyalty to you and your quirky family members. Maybe your kids don't want to spend any time around Aunt Edna, Uncle Ed, and Grandpa Bob. That's okay. Hack number two, don't be afraid to break with tradition. Determine ahead of time, far in advance, how you want to spend the holidays so that when someone invites you, you can honestly tell them that you have previous plans. You have permission to tell family members our family voted to spend Thanksgiving at home this year. Hack number three, set boundaries early. If you do decide to spend a holiday meal or overnight visit with quirky relatives, set boundaries about how long you will stay and where you will stay. It's okay to say, hey, our family would like to stay in a hotel this year. So we'll be in the area and we'd love to join you for dinners, events, and outings. But we feel like we need our own personal space this year. Hack number four, be honest, even if it makes you uncomfortable. We hosted a family reunion at our home once, and some of the relatives chose to camp 15 miles away. Their actions hurt me at the time. In retrospect, I understand that they simply didn't want to offend me. They knew we don't drink and they wanted to celebrate in their own way. I would have appreciated their honesty, so make sure you're honest with your relatives. Hack number five, pick your battles. If you know that Uncle Ed struggles with racist ideology, decide your approach. Know ahead of time how you will react. Will you quietly say, Uncle Ed, when I hear racist statements, I feel uncomfortable, angry, frustrated, sad. You can pick the word, Please don't generalize about people, or will you simply change the conversation and debrief with your kids later? If you know that Aunt Edna will berate your kids for a perceived infraction of her house rules, talk with your kids. Do they want you to stick up for them? If they do, plan a polite response to Aunt Edna ahead of time that you can genuinely say in love. Whatever you do, go through past scenes from ugly Christmases and ugly Thanksgivings and think about what was said and how you could handle it differently. I know I'm not very good at coming up with quick responses when I'm under pressure. Hack number six, if you decide to host a holiday event, make sure you include as many people as possible in the planning process. Find out from the kids, yours and their cousins, what kinds of activities they would like to do. Find out from the adults, what makes holidays special for them. Divide and conquer the work. You don't have to do it all. And people are usually very willing to help. Do whatever you can to make the holiday special without wearing yourself out, either emotionally or physically. Taking care of the sticky parts of the holidays early will help you enjoy them more. But it might not happen this holiday season. It might take a few years to open lines of productive communication. But don't give up hope. You may always feel the tension between the Norman Rockwell holidays of your dreams and the Jerry Springerish reality. But learning to handle the tensions with prayer and grace will help eradicate the drama and keep you from feeling like you want to explode when January rolls around. 
So don't forget these six hacks to help you avoid family drama over the holidays. Hack number one, initiate open conversations. Hack number two, don't be afraid to break with tradition. Hack number three, set boundaries early. Hack number four, be honest even if it makes you uncomfortable. Hack number five, pick your battles and plan your approach. Hack number six, if you decide to host a holiday event, involve as many people as possible in the planning so that everyone has buy-in. Check out the show notes for links to some of my other podcasts on how to have better relationships with your adult children, your grandchildren, your coworkers, and your parents. These will also help you have a better holiday season because the better we get along, the more fun we can have. Come back next week when I share some hacks for keeping the holiday happy. I know, I know, it seems a little early in the season to be talking about happy holidays, but it's never too early to start thinking about how we're going to cling to the light between a season when the days are short and the nights are long. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at selfcarehacks.net or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.